Well, hello, and welcome back to another podcast episode with Brittany Bundles. You are listening to the Brittany Bundles podcast, where we empower people through entrepreneurship. And today's podcast episode is titled, Stop Doubting Yourself in Business. I want to focus today on talking about some ways that we doubt ourselves and how that can have a huge impact on our business. And not only that, but I want to talk about how we can overcome doubt in business. It's very important to be confident in ourselves and whatever we do, especially running a business. It's very important to make sure that we're not easily discouraged. And these are different things that happen, for me at least, through experience and through time. And so I'm going to be sharing, like I mentioned, some tips that I have on overcoming doubt in business, overcoming doubt in ourselves, overcoming doubt in our thinking processes, in hopes of making sure that we are building a more secure, stable foundation for our business, for our personal lives, and for those that we come into contact with. So if you are interested in this podcast episode, please grab a friend, grab a family member, share this episode on your social media platforms, or share it via email or text, or go ahead and play this podcast episode while you're riding in the car with someone. We do want to make sure that we are spreading the word about this podcast, like I said in some other episodes, not just for this episode alone but also to spread the word about other entrepreneurs that happen on this platform, spread the word about their businesses, also different businesses that have been featured or um, promoted on this podcast. We wanna make sure that we're doing our part and spreading the word to as many people as we can that can benefit from the message and not only the message, but from the other businesses, uh, their inspirational stories and their products and services as well. So without further ado, we're gonna go ahead and get ready for the next podcast episode, which is Stop Doubting Yourself in Business. We'll get started in just one moment. All right. Okay, so we are back. And like I said, we're going to be talking about ways that we can stop doubting ourselves in business. Now, the first point that I want to touch on is who are you versus who you believe you are? Now, a lot of times the doubt in ourselves and the doubt in our business comes from not distinguishing between who we think we are and who we truly are. So again, who we really are and who we think or believe we are. Now, this was something that I am constantly working at. This is something that becomes better as time goes on for me understanding and becoming more assured in who I am. And one thing that my grandmother used to always tell me, and she honestly tells me this to this day, is always look at truth. There are so many distractions in our day-to-day -day life. There are so many things around us, whether it be social media, whether it be uh, a radio, whether it be uh, uh, YouTube, well, I guess that could be considered social media, but whether it be TV or a movie that we're watching, billboards that we may see, uh, flyers or advertisements, whatever you may call it or, or whatever it may be for you. There are so many things, so many people, so many advertisements, so many uh, outlets that are telling us who we are and what our worth is. 
whether it be someone saying, you know, you're not worth anything because you, you did this, or you're not worth anything because you're not this, or because you didn't get this, or because whatever the case may be, there's so many people and so many things, like I said, that are waiting to put a label and a stamp on all of society. And if we're not careful, if we don't pair up who we are with what the world is telling us we are and distinguish between the two, it can definitely lead us to a confusion, trying to battle it out in our mind and decipher between who we truly are. So getting back to what my grandmother tells me, she always tells me to pair up who I am with the truth. And like I've said in some other podcast episodes as well, it's really hard to, to talk about the truth and to not mention God. It truly is. And so when I'm looking at truth, I like to fact check it with the word. So I go back and I read who God says I am. I go back and I read how God says I was created. And I rely on that information. So discovering who I am, believing who I am, helps me distinguish between what my mind and what society and what others tell me I am or who I am. That is a really crucial part in making sure that we have confidence and that we're not doubting ourselves, understanding whose we are. So knowing that I am covered in the blood of Jesus, knowing that I am God's creation and also understanding who he called me to be. Despite what anyone else says, despite any of the other distractions out there, despite what anyone else is trying to get me to look at, I'm focused on whose I am and who I am. So that's what I want to start the podcast off with. Are you able to distinguish between who you are versus who you believe you are? Because a lot of times our minds can be our worst enemy. We're telling ourselves negative thoughts or we're accepting negative thoughts or beating up on ourselves internally. And maybe no one else knows it. It's just something that we're going through. But there's a way to combat that. There's a way to shut that down with the truth and also understanding that no one's perfect. And we're going to get into that a little bit later on this podcast, but no one's perfect. We've all fallen short. And what matters is how we get up and pick ourselves up and move forward and towards our dreams, move forward and towards fulfilling our purpose. That's what matters. Now, the second point that I want to touch on is putting people's opinions in perspective. So this is something that I used to get a little anxiety about, wondering how people would perceive me, wondering what people would say. I, I know before I started YouTube, this was a constant thought and a constant struggle that I had uh, internally, mentally, not knowing if I wanted to put myself out there. Now, it's okay if, if you're someone and you're like, look, I don't want to put myself out there in that way. That's completely okay. Everyone has a different path. But I distinctively remember being afraid, in a sense, to put myself out there because I didn't know if I would be able to take other people's opinions of me if the opinions were not good. What if someone says something about me that really hurts my feelings? What if someone misinterprets something that I say or do and runs with it? What if people are mistitling me or misjudging me? And I kind of chuckled to myself because some of the things that I thought 
were some of the things that I thought as a child going into the cafeteria or going out to recess or going into high school for the first time, just wondering about how people would perceive me. And it's something that I'm working on every single day, but I had to get to a place where I said, regardless of how anyone perceives me, regardless of what anyone says, I know who I am. It goes back to that first point. And it goes back to understanding and accepting that everyone's going to have a different perception. Everyone's going to have a different opinion. And that is okay. My job, my role here is not to defend myself against everyone. My goal is not to make sure that I am making everyone feel a certain way towards me. But ultimately, I understand that the battle is not mine. It is ultimately the Lord's. It's not my battle to tackle every single thing that doesn't go right in my life. It's not my job to convince everyone of who I am. But it's my job to be myself and to operate in a way that's pleasing to him and also myself. So regardless of what anyone else thinks or regardless of anyone else's opinion, I'm not allowing that to infiltrate or I'm not allowing that to steal the show or stop what I'm supposed to do or stop what I want to do because I know that my purpose and my calling is higher than that. I understand that my purpose is more important than wondering about and being anxious about how everyone is going to perceive me. And I know that this is speaking to someone because there's so many people out there that are so nervous to take their business up a notch because of what others may say, what they may do. But I'm here to say that that's something that we can't control. Understanding in my personal life and in my business life that there are things that are going to happen that I cannot control. There are going to be thoughts and opinions of me that I cannot control. When I got my first comment on YouTube, my YouTube channel is Brittany Bundle, so check it out if you haven't already. I remember one of my first negative comments, I was just taken back. And honestly, it wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. I felt a little taken back when I first read it. Sometimes I, I think about it and say, well, who would think something like that? And I get to typing back and sometimes I did type back and I did send back responses when I wish that I didn't. And then over, over time, I learned to decide what I'm going to give energy to. I learned to be in control of my reactions. I can't control anyone's opinions again, but I can control my reaction. And then understanding that my goal is not to be loved by everyone, but my goal is to live in truth and my goal is to make sure that I am operating in a way, like I mentioned before, that is pleasing to him, that's fulfilling to, to myself, that is helping as many as I can around me, and living my life to its fullest potential. So let's put people's opinions in perspective. Everyone's going to have an opinion, but that opinion does not define who you are. That opinion only goes as far as you allow it to go, based on the attention that you feed to it. There have been people that have wrote me emails and they've said in their emails, hey, I've stopped my business because someone said this or someone did this. And that's just a way of giving someone your power. So what I want everyone to focus on, too, is taking back and reclaiming the power that you have over your life. And not giving it away so easily. What we focus on, what we nurture grows. 
And so I made a conscious decision intentionally to focus and nurture those things that are going to be prosperous and that are going to be good in my life, not just for today, but for years to come as well. So putting people's opinions in perspective. Now, the third point that I'd like to make is accepting humanism. So understanding that a lot of times when we're doubting ourselves in business, it's a part of us being human. It's a part of us knowing that there's a possibility that something may not go as we planned. And like I like to say very often, one thing that is certain is that things are going to go unexpected from time to time. That is something that we just cannot avoid, unfortunately, in a lot of circumstances. We can't avoid things not going our way, right? We understand that there are going to be some things in our personal and also in our business lives that we have absolutely no control over, such as you can go ahead and start a business, put all of your, your uh, money into it, you know, go ahead and invest in it. You can spend time in it and you can go ahead and take courses and training so that you are more familiar with what you're selling and what you're talking about. You can go ahead and market and advertise and still not receive a sale at your pop-up event or still not receive a sale on your grand opening day there is a chance that things are not going to go as we plan. That's life. And so what I like to do is I like to plan for not only the good, but also for what will happen if this doesn't go as I plan. What will happen if it doesn't go my way? And learn how to problem solve. Someone once told me that becoming a great salesman, okay, and I believe this was when I was working my nine to five and I was in sales, if you've been watching my YouTube channel, then you've uh, heard some of my stories about being in the financial industry as well as being in the sales industry. Actually, while I was in the financial industry, I was still in the sales industry. Um, but someone once told me that a part of being a great salesman is not answering questions back to back and making sure that you're polite. I mean, all those things are great. But it's more so about being able to problem solve and find solutions. And so when you're faced with something that doesn't go as you planned or where you're faced with something that isn't ideal and you're able to navigate through that situation, that's what produces a greater skill set. Being able to deal with things that are not ideal, being able to still pivot yourself and being able to still adapt to things that are not going as planned, to be able to pick up the pieces and find a solution to keep moving forward. That also invokes inspiration, allowing others to see that you didn't crumble down, that you were able to still move forward. And that's one of the reasons that I like to talk about my experience with my salon, because it's very inspirational. Not just for everyone else, but for me, because I get to look at that and I get to look at God and I get to look at how he used a certain situation that could have been used to end my entrepreneurial journey, that could have been used to stop the confidence that I had in myself, that could have been used to invoke more doubt in myself and in my business skills. But instead, it was used to elevate me and to help other people and also to uh, learn what I really wanted for my business and move forward in another direction that was more beneficial for me and also more lucrative for me. So when I say beneficial, I'm not just talking about the money. That's why I had to add in lucrative as well to let you know that everything, 
everything truly works together for the good of those that love the Lord. And so I know some people are thinking, well, I don't want this to be too churchy and I'm not, and I'm not trying to make it. But like I said, it's very challenging to talk about truth and not mention God's name or not talk about what God has done in my life. It's very challenging to do that. So my third point was accepting humanism, accepting the fact that we're human, accepting the fact that we don't have control of everything in our life, even though we may plan, even though we may strategize, there are still things that can happen in our life that are not going to go ideal. And it's about how we pick up the pieces and move forward. It's about what we choose to put our attention and spend our time dwelling in. And it's about solving our problems and also realizing that even if we don't have all of the answers, we know who to go to because we're not going to have all of the answers. We can't control every situation. Now, the fourth point that I'd like to talk about is using fear as fuel. Now, I do you want to say this? Fear is not of God. I struggle with anxiety. I still struggle with anxiety from time to time and also fear. And when I am feeling anxious, a lot of times it's because of thoughts that I have that I scare myself with. You know, I'm, what if this happens and what if that happens? And, and what I've done to combat that, what I've done to combat that, and I'm not telling anyone else this is what you need to do, you know, do what you need to do. Uh, there's multiple options out there and different um, um, plans and regimens and uh, even medication and um doctor advice out there for this circumstance, but I'm speaking as far as me. And so, like I was mentioning, I, I used my fear as my fuel. And what I had to do in order for me to get through some of my anxious days is I had to really pinpoint what it is I was afraid of and use that as my fuel to push past. There'd be some days that I was scared to network with other people, not because I was necessarily scared that someone would hurt me or scared that uh, I wouldn't be able to communicate right or nothing like that, but just the fear of just not knowing how things will go. The fear of just not knowing how others would perceive me was something that I was really, really nervous about, really scared about, really uh, anxious about. And I learned how to work while in fear. I learned how to work while I was still anxious. And again, I'm not telling anyone else this is what you need to do. I'm just explaining this is what I was able to do. And I thank God for it. And the more that I did that, and the more that I was able to combat some of my thoughts with truth, the, the easier and the less anxious I, be, I got and the easier it became for me to navigate as not only an entrepreneur, but as a more a confident person because I was no longer allowing fear to hold me back. I was no longer allowing fear to stop me and I was no longer allowing fear to invoke doubt. And I, I spoke truth and I spoke confidently even though I understood that there may be some things that happen or some things that will go wrong with my business. And that's okay. It's okay to have things go wrong with your business. It's okay to not know the next step. It's okay to be nervous. It's okay. But it's about what we're going to do going forward. And I never want anything to stop me from being the best me that I can be. So I use my fear as fuel. I'm scared right now. I'm anxious right now. I'm going to pray about it. 
I'm going to speak truth to myself and I'm going to continue to proceed. I'm going to choose what I give my attention to. I'm going to choose who I allow in my life. I'm going to choose what type of energy I keep around me. And I'm going to make sure that every day I'm striving to become a better me. So I'm nervous to talk to people right now, but I know that I need people for my business. So let's take baby steps. Today, I'm going to go out and I'm going to try and talk to my neighbor. And I actually did that. There was a time that I was selling Mary Kay. Now I talked about this on my uh, YouTube channel as well. And my aunt, she got me into Mary Kay. Um, ultimately, I didn't stay in it, but she got me into it. And um, I was I was trying to get myself out of my shell. You know, I used I was used to selling, but I was used to selling in an environment where people would call in and my job would be to upsell. So I, I used to sell cable. I used to sell uh, internet. I used to sell um, financial options, you know, loans. I'd get paid um, commission based on how many loans I was able to uh, get approved and things like that. So I had lots of experience in sales, selling different things and upselling. But like I said, in every aspect, people were calling in, whether it be for a bill or a service technical issue or something like that, not have an opportunity to speak with them, hear what they were calling about, get their issue resolved. And then also, if it made sense, uh, be able to add on another service or product based on what they're looking for and based on what would be beneficial to them, based on what would provide value to them. And so I wasn't used to selling in that way with Mary Kay. No one was coming into my house looking for Mary Kay or looking for anything else. And so I had to look for clients in a not so traditional way from my aspect. So my clients would be in grocery stores, not just calling in. My clients were now my neighbors and my clients were now uh, people that I would bump into at the, at the, the car wash or not car wash, but a, a gas station, you know, in car wash too, whatever the case may be, even the nail shop. And so it really took me out of my shell. And if nothing else, it helped me learn to talk and communicate to other people, even when I was nervous to do so. And so I was nervous going to speak to my neighbor. I was the kind of person that typically said hi and bye to a neighbor, but you wouldn't catch me out there just shooting the breeze. You know, you wouldn't catch me out there uh, talking about, you know, my children and we're talking about what happened at work or talking about any anything else. You'd hear me probably just saying hi and bye. And so I, I got myself out of my comfort zone. I went over, I started talking to this woman. She was a great, great woman. Um, we were able to talk about so many different things. And ultimately, um, she came over and I did a facial for her. Now, she didn't buy any of the products, but I learned how to work while in fear. I learned how to get over being so nervous to talk to people. And like I said, she was my neighbor, but I was still so nervous because I didn't have that relationship and I was just used to being in my own bubble. So I'm saying that for me, doing things that I know are going to uh, cause me to be uh, afraid because I don't know the outcome uh, has allowed me to not only trust God more, knowing that it's in his hands, but it's also allowed me, like I said, to learn uh, how to work while in fear and how to use that fear for fuel. Now, the last point that I want to touch on is set yourself up. So set yourself up for the unknown. Set yourself up for the unknown. Understand that you don't have control, like I've been saying this whole podcast, of what's going to happen. And a lot of times we doubt ourselves because we don't know not only who we are, we don't accept whose we are a lot of times. And also we're, we're so stuck on, well, what if this doesn't go right? How do I know that I'm the right person for this? Or what if I don't really know what I'm doing? Accepting that you don't know everything. 
accepting that we are powerless without God and accepting that no matter what, God knows your heart. And so a lot of times you'll see people that have good hearts, people that are very persistent, people that are confident, go far, go far. Now, your far may not be their far. You know, if you measure it up, their success may not mean your success if you measure it up. However, I do know and I do believe, like I've stated on many YouTube videos and also on this podcast, that all things work together for the good of those that love the Lord. And so as long as we are operating in love, as long as we are connected to our source, as long as we are moving forward, I truly believe that we can overcome anything in business. We all are struggling with something different. We all are working with something uh, or working towards something that could be different. And we all want to make sure, I believe, that we're not allowing doubt, nor, nor fear, nor um, the fact that we're not confident at this point to stop us and also accepting the fact that getting started with a business has more benefits than just a monetary aspect. I have learned so much in operating a business that I wouldn't have learned. I don't believe any other way. I've learned how to be more confident. I have learned how to research in ways that aren't necessarily traditional. Uh, I've learned how to communicate more efficiently and effectively. I've learned how to trust God more, even when it looks like there is no way. I've learned how to market and advertise. I've learned how to have confidence enough in myself to create an idea and push it through. I've learned so much and so I wanted to create this podcast episode to speak to doubt in business and to speak to doubt in ourselves and to touch on ways that we can overcome. So we've talked about determining and being able to distinguish between who we are versus who we believe we are, putting others' people's opinions in perspective, accepting humanism, so accepting the fact that we are human, we are going to make mistakes, we are going to fall, and we do not have control over everything. Also using our fear as fuel and then setting ourselves up so that even if we do fall and not even even if, but when we do fall, we're able to get back up and continue moving. So I really hope that this podcast episode resonated with someone. I really hope that it touched someone out there. I felt it on my heart to talk about this today. I also do want to take this time to let everyone know that I truly appreciate everyone listening to this podcast. If you'd like to be a guest on the podcast, or if you'd like to have your products or services featured, or if you'd like to sponsor a podcast episode, please feel free to reach out to me. My email address is btalks, that is B-T-A-L-K-S at yahoo.com. You can also follow me on social media. I am on Instagram at Brittany underscore bundles. That is Brittany, B-R-I-T-T-N-E-Y underscore bundles, B-U-N-D-L-E-S. I'm on Twitter, Brittany Bundles, Facebook, Brittany Bundles, and YouTube, Brittany Bundles. Until next time. I'll talk to you on the next podcast episode.